0: This is Dyes and Chewy X, the podcast, episode 204, for the week of January 10th, 2010. Welcome to Dies and
1: Chewy X.
2: The podcast.
0: And an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site.
1: Dai Zenshu EX.
0: You do that on purpose to me every time. Yes, I do. Low, low voice. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. I'm gonna do my introduction first, because I think I forgot to last episode. So you right?
1: can't you can't forget yourself.
0: No, sure I sure you I,
2: can. Well, I apparently it did.
0: My name is Mike, I go by Vegito EX, and I am the unfortunate founder of this here extravaganza. Over here across from me, that is the wife. Mary.
2: Hi, my name is Mary, and I go by Mary on the internet as well to avoid confusion, mostly for my own purposes. Succinctly
0: stated, let's move on. Over here, to
2: her left,
0: uh, crossing me my right, Mr. Jeff, how you doing? Hi,
1: I am very very well. I have not been here in a very long time.
0: No, it's been two months, we I don't want to say skipped, we accidentally did not get around to a manga review of Awesomeness last month in December. Eh? It's how December rolls though, sometimes. You never know what's going on.
1: And there was a uh, big, big, big stuff going on during that month, so we just couldn't fit it in.
0: Lots of things. Although so you and I did record a few things in December. Yes, we'll, we'll talk about that at the uh, end of the episode. Mm-hmm. But you are here. That does mean we are doing a manga review of awesomeness this episode. I, uh,
1: You can assume that, yeah.
2: I thought it was the apocalypse. Or that. <laughs> well, when Jeff shows up. Yes. And gonna... No,
1: no, 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 no. It would be Jeff and Julian. Oh, if okay, Julian were that here, be that's for Too many
0: deep voices. I like, can't handle
1: it. Indeed.
0: Editing would just make me angry. <laughs> Jeff, I do want to thank you for those of you in the chat right now, and they're quite a few of you hello jeff you and i are rocking boom stands for the first time yes
2: awesome i'm sitting here with my bad posture trying to compensate for my lack of boom stand
0: mary's got the regular microphone stand it took us over 200 episodes jeff we're semi-professional here indeed we got real mixers real boom stands real microphones i'm
1: feeling pretty
2: good about slowly building up a collection that's important so i gotta thank you for that
1: no problem happy holiday sir
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Julian is not joining us this episode. Actually, I actually haven't spoken to him all week. I know he's been traveling around Japan with, uh, I, I think, with a fiance. Uh, it'd be a little weird. For, uh, did you not know that?
1: Uh, I'm sorry. What?
0: Oh yeah, Julian is officially engaged.
1: What, uh, to what? Uh, really? Yes, he is. How? Who? Who did he drug? <laughs> How that
0: happen? <laughs> It's not nice. <laughs> Julian's a lovely fellow. Yes. With a mustache. I'm, Have you seen pictures of him lately? With the, with the facial hair? the hat hair? and the mustache and the suit. He's rocking it. It's he
1: awesome. needs to rock a cowboy hat. I'm telling you.
0: Moving on. We got Tyler joining us as well. Those are the cat sounds in the background. This episode, we are going to do manga review of awesomeness. We are up to volume 32. We'll give you more info on that when we hit the topic. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping. The forum is back up and everyone rejoiced. It's all nicely upgraded. There are still some aesthetic updates to come yeah yeah yeah. we know that the logo is not there and you know some style things but it's back up we're very happy business is as usual over there. Uh Good times. Last episode, Mary, you and I and Julian discussed uh kind of an impromptu top five stories of the decade that we organized and listed and voted on yes. before we started recording. I decided to do a big feature on it uh-huh. right then and there and that is up on the site as well, pulling in some great traffic. I'm very, very happy about that. So a decade in review 2000 through 2009. The five biggest stories according to us. You can uh, read a little bit more about them in addition to what we said on the podcast i love doing research and pointing to the original updates when we first learned about those kind of things i find that fascinating so you can click through and read all about them so with the housekeeping out of the way anyone got some last minute stuff you want to throw into the mix here before we get going
2: Trying to think of anything dragon ballish happened in the last week, but alas I cannot think of anything.
0: Nothing. No, it's been pretty slow in that respect. Jeff, uh things kicking, going good?
1: I'm thinking hard about anything dragon ball related, Eating nothing. Pancakes, having fun? Uh, lots of pancakes.
0: Alright. On the subject of food, let's turn over to the news. First bit, oh, news. This has really been the only thing the last couple of weeks. Dragon Ball DS2, which is due out February 11th in Japan. Game Trailers has three new commercials up. One is the full-length promo, and then there's two TV spots. Uh, they have them up for the game, very, very heavily promoting the Famicom game. Mary, we actually watched these the other I- I day. I thought
2: it was heavily promoting panties. Maybe I was watching <laughs> the wrong thing. The hamburgers in the U.S. version. Don't you want to go find
0: hamburgers for the old man? For Nora... And old Master Dude. I noted this while we were watching it. They exclusively showed, I'm pretty sure, only the first level in the game. Yeah. Because that's as far as anyone gets before they throw their controller away in disgust. That game is terrible. Shenron no Nazo, as we got at Dragon Power. Uh, I think it was maybe a year ago. I actually sat down with the NES to play the game, see how far I got. Jeff, you were there and you totally forgot. You,
1: Supposedly I was there for this.
0: I have no recollection of this. I think that blushed from his memory quite this a bit so about different. it. Mm -hmm. Exactly I got to a part where I think I was going after Oolong, uh, the second stage. I refuse to believe anyone's played further than that. I don't think there was a game further than that. No one has seen it, therefore it doesn't exist. That's uh, Dragon Ball DS2 news. Mary, this uh, went up today. This is the only other bit of news. I don't know if it's real news, but it'll save you some money.
2: <laughs> sure, I love saving money, as you well know. So it turns out that Right Stuff is having a pretty sweet sale with 30% off the MSRP on Funimation stuff. That would be 40 Percent. Four G. Four G. So Dragon Box Two goes down to thirty-five ninety nine with this coupon, down from their forty-four ninety nine pre-order price. Hot diggity. That's a good deal.
0: And the thing you want to keep in mind here is that's forty percent off the MSRP. Right. So that's not like what full their listing. regular price is. Right, right. You gotta do a little bit of math there. But it's still lower than uh, their pre order price. That's pretty good. I'm pretty sure the first Dragon Box is also relatively cheap over on right stuff. We'll talk about prices as time goes on. That is the news. It has been ah, a slow
2: last couple I, of I kind of like succinct news bits. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Let's just get to the topic. All right. Manga time.
0: Here we are at our manga review of awesomeness. What we do every month since I randomly decided to start doing this approximately 32 months ago. Let's say 34. Five missing a couple here and there. Uh, look at the eyes on stuff. <laughs> the- I know. Yeah, is that, wow. Do you, do you is feel old too yet? much time or too little oh time? God. How do you feel about that?
1: What volume? What, what Where did volume? the time go? Yeah, seriously. What volume of the manga is this supposed to be now? Like, like 32. Added up. 32. 32. No.
2: So that means Freaking there's 10 high. volumes left.
1: That's crazy. 10. Mean, we've already crossed the halfway point. Oh, well, we did that a while ago. I never even realized. Oh, yeah. You know, we mentioned it. And then I was like, oh, we're at the halfway point. <laughs> <laughs> now <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, we passed the halfway point. <laughs> Jesus, dude.
0: All right. For those of you who have never listened to a manga review, of awesomeness. What we do is month by month. Usually, the first episode of every new month, we go one more volume into the manga. We'll go through all the chapters and give you uh, what we consider a brief synopsis. Although it's not as brief as it could be, but we are detailed here, and that's just how we roll. Then we go around and we get all the different perspectives. Julian and myself are reading it front to back a few times. Mary, the longtime fan that has not read all of the manga, though around here, yes, you've I read it this stuff
2: and watched it a lot.
0: That's right. And then we got our buddy, Jeff, who we bring on once a month. He is the virgin, the newbie, although it's tough to consider you that now. I mean, we're well into the Cellar. Is yeah. Jeff really a virgin anymore?
1: Nah, is this the flowering or the deflowering period? <laughs> is that what this is. <laughs>
0: Your cherry was popped long ago. Yeah,
1: that's, that's Nowhere. probably true. Mm-hmm.
0: And this is really interesting for you because you have seen the TV version of some of this stuff, especially as we get toward the Cell game. These were some of the earliest fan subs that you got when you were first getting into anime. Yeah. However many years ago that was for us.
1: Yeah, like every every volume that we go, uh, I've watched it one more time. So like as we start the, the whole Cell thing, that's like right. one watch. Gotcha. And then,
0: so you've seen some of that, but yeah. as we get to the Cell game that's stuff... That's where I've seen it the most. Especially when we did the video for Doom Rider. Right.
1: I mean, <laughs> Jeff, can you tell me how the Cell game ends? Uh Does someone die? I can't remember.
0: Someone gets like disintegrated with some big thing. And there's lots of flashy, fluorescent colors. Yeah, right? I,
1: I, from what I remember... Remember, there's a lot of rainbows, but my memory's kind of sketchy. It's a lot
0: of fast cuts. I don't
1: know. I would think I was under counter. something at the time.
0: In <laughs> a counter with a question mark. Yes. All right. <laughs> volume 32. What is volume 32? We're going to take you through Dragon Ball Manga chapters 374 through 385. Going by the original Japanese Tonko Bone release, that is volume 32, like I said. If you're going by the Kanzenban, this one's funny, it's the last chapter of volume 25, and then most of the way into volume 26. So as we're going through, I'll be passing around kanzenban 26 here just for us to look around at it. Going by Viz Graphic Novels, it's going to be DBZ volume 16. And if you're going by Viz Big, that's going to be DBZ number 6, which is not out yet. It's going to be out on February 16th if it does not get any further. For us, though, we're kicking it North American semi old school. Yeah. This is around the point where Julian and I made a conscious effort to no longer give Viz any more money based on some of the stuff they were pulling, the stunts with translations and censoring and stuff. Though I did have a subscription to Shonen Jump for the duration of Dragon Ball's appearance. So uh, for the purposes of reading through in English, we were using the old jumps. It was, uh, I think it was March through June or something like that. It was four yeah, volumes. that was right. From 2004. Jeff, how how is this different from reading it in the Viz graphic novel versions?
1: Please. Mike, don't spoil the ending to this graphic novel. <laughs>
2: Trunks loves his graphic novels. You should buy some.
0: Lovely. Alright, who wants to get it going here? Why don't I start over you? Yeah, that's how I say it. Over you, Mary. Oh, <laughs> you dare read!
2: Reading! No so I didn't. Read. Continue. Okay. Chapter 374.
0: Get us going, Mary. Where does this volume pick up?
2: Ten Shinhan continues to fire his Shinkikoho down its cell, preventing him from moving, which in turn allows 18 to finally grab 16 and run for their lives. Goku, still up at Kami's, is screaming for Han to stop. Tenshinhan finally runs out of energy and plops to the ground. Cell is quite frustrated that Tenshinhan of all people was the one to give him such a problem. He'd probably die anyway, but Cell will go ahead and finish him off. As he raises his hand to fire the blast, which suspiciously looks like Vegeta's Big Bang Attack hand formation, Goku teleports out of nowhere, shocking the hell out of Cell. Haha. <laughs> Hell out of Cell! Goku acknowledges him, but says that there's no way he can beat him right now. If he waits just one more day, he'll be able to take him on. Cell laughs and wonders, what can be done in just a day? Goku senses that Piccolo is actually still alive. He grabs hold of Tenshinhan and teleports over to the side of the ocean where Piccolo was washed ashore. Cell rushes in, not about to let Goku just get away, but Goku stares him down directly in the eyes and teleports away again, taking both Shinhan and Piccolo with him. Cell is quite in by this new stunt. No matter, he must go and find 18 so he can attain his perfect form. They can't have gotten far. Kodidin, still flying, meets up in midair with Bulma and gets the finished emergency shutdown device for the Jinzo Ningen. Unfortunately, he'll need to be within 10 meters for it to work. He will take the device, but Bulma should take that new battle armor she's got up to Kami's place where everyone else is. Up above, Goku and Gohan stand alongside a healed-up Piccolo and Ten Shinhan, when all of a sudden, Trunks and Vegeta emerge from the room of spirit and time. Jeff 375.
1: Trunks explains that his father was able to break through the barrier of the Super Saiyan within the first two months, but Vegeta hushes him up before he can say anything else. Vegeta is quite convinced he will defeat the Jinsōningen and sell. Bulma arrives with the armor for everyone, but is most shocked to see how tall Trunks has gotten, along with his grown-out hair. Vegeta says his hair didn't grow because of his pure-blooded status. Goku and Gohan start putting on their new armor, but Piccolo refuses to wear the same clothes as the Saiyans and freezes men. Goku and Vegeta continue to exchange Snarky grins and comments With Vegeta still convinced That he needs no help whatsoever He takes off with Trunks soon to follow Though Goku warns him not to take it too rough And bail out if they need to Now it's time for Goku and Gohan To enter the room of spirit and time Cell continues flying after 18 But figures he should have caught up to her by now She's probably hiding somewhere in the islands below He takes a deep breath And begins screaming aloud That he will destroy everything below One by one Unless she shows herself 16 is not convinced he will do it Since he is so drunk off the idea of becoming perfect
0: Chapter 370. 26, Cell continues yelling like a maniac as the people on the island begin to wonder what the fuck that noise is and why there's some dude up in the sky. Cell blows it up and 18 truly begins to get worried now. 16 can't understand why Cell wants to be complete so badly since there's already no one who can touch him. Cell keeps blowing up islands one by one as Vegeta approaches from a distance, smiling to himself and turning into a Super Saiyajin. Cell keeps blowing up the islands one by one again until he's up to 18's island next, but Vegeta appears in front of him and tells him to get down the two land on the ground and exchange sarcastic pleasantries vegeta is going to absolutely pulverize him until there's nothing left and he's going to do it all on his own Trunks is just there as a spectator. Mary, chapter 377.
2: Vegeta continues to remark that he alone will be taking down Cell. 18 doesn't believe it, since Vegeta wasn't even a match for her, but 16 says that Vegeta's power has definitely shot up. Vegeta begins to power up, and Trunks remarks that Vegeta is going to turn into it already. Everyone is watching and tuning in from afar. Up above, Piccolo senses what's going on, and calls for Vegeta to truly show the power beyond that of a Super Saiyajin. In the room of spirit and time, Gohan is struggling to collect himself and deal with his surroundings. Everything is wide and open and white. Goku's plan is firstly to get Gohan into a Super Saiyan, getting a good sparring partner out of him in the process. Both get incredibly strong, reach the state beyond Super Saiyan, but more than anything else, his plan is for Gohan to exceed him. Vegeta finishes his transformation in a blast of light and power, revealing a super bulked up version of himself. Cell looks on in horror as Vegeta smiles and jabs his fist into Cell's gut. Jet 378...
1: Chapter 378. Vegeta punches Cell around like a toy for a little bit, tossing him away each time he tries to attack. Kududin, still flying in, senses what's up and can't believe how strong Vegeta is. Neither can 18. Vegeta tells Cell not to hold back so he begins to power up all on his own. Meanwhile, Gohan is desperately trying to become a Super Saiyan. Goku tells him to picture something that makes him angry, like Cell or Frieza trying to kill him. Gohan gets a little more angry, but it's not enough to put him over the edge just yet. After Cell's done, Vegeta just isn't impressed. Even Trunks says that his dad has already won the fight. Cell rushes in and slams Vegeta in the face, but he holds his ground and slowly turns his head back around to face Cell. Cell backs off, wondering aloud if this is really Vegeta. Oh no, he is Super Vegeta.
0: Chapter 379 Vegeta doesn't feel like taking the time to explain to Cell what's going on here. Cell tries to attack again, but Vegeta gets him good a few times, ending with a kick to the gut from underneath him in midair and a subsequent slam to the ground. Tritted in, holding the shutdown device in his hands, notices 18 down below. That means Cell is not complete yet. He doesn't see 17 so cell must have at least absorbed just him and transformed he's got to get down there within 10 meters to shut her off and destroy her as cell pulls himself out of the water Vegeta laughs and says, That guy named Trunks over here has almost as much power as he does, so there's really no point in continuing this. Cell starts losing it, saying how oh, this is impossible. If only he was able to become perfect! Vegeta flinches, and Kududin sneaks up on 18. Mary 380.
2: Vegeta asks for clarification on what Cell's talking about. He explains that the computer told him he'd have power, speed, skill, etc. if he became perfect. Vegeta proceeds to kick him anyway. Kududin is trying to sneak up on the game who are completely in awe of this new battle. Vegeta keeps following up with Cell as Trunks gets a little concerned. Krillin is about to use the device but remembers 18's kiss, and tosses the remote to the ground. She hears him, and he tells her to run so she doesn't get absorbed. Cell asks if Vegeta is game. Will he let Cell become perfect? The Saiyan love to fight, right? Isn't this what he wants? The strongest opponent possible? Vegeta is fine with this, and Cell begins to fly off. Trunks gets in the way. Vegeta may be willing to let Cell escape, but Trunks sure isn't. As they argue in the air, Cell looks to the side and down below to see the exchange going on with 18. He can become perfect now.
1: Jeff, chapter 318. You won. Trunks also looks below to see Kurudin and Jinzo Ningen. He yells down to them to let them know that Cell has spotted them. Cell rushes in and Trunks buffs up into the same transformation that Vegeta has been using. He tries to go after them, but Vegeta gets in his way this time, kicking him away from Cell. As Cell looks over his prey, Vegeta tells Trunks not to interfere. Doesn't he want to see the strongest opponent? Trunks knows what the future is like and has no interest. He'll defeat his own father if he has to in order to prevent this catastrophe. Vegeta tries to call his bluff, but gets totally enveloped by Trunks' blast. As Trunks rushes in, Cell uses the Taioken to blind everyone and immediately sucks 18 up into his tail. The transformation has begun as everyone struggles to recover and watch.
0: Chapter 382. Everyone watches in horror as Cell begins to transform into his perfect state. Trunks flies in to stop it while he still can, but is unable to get any attacks to do anything to Cell. Up above, Piccolo looks down upon them with sweat as Cell reaches his perfect form. Could it have been intentionally destroyed the remote? Vegeta better settle this now. Meanwhile, in the room of spirit and time, Gohan has finally become a Super Saiyajin. He is struggling to maintain the form, though. Goku offers to cut his hair since it's gotten so shaggy. Cell is now perfect. Vegeta scoffs and remarks that he's actually gotten smaller. Little note here. You'd think they remember what that meant back when, you know, Frieza's final transformation got smaller. Anyway. Kududdin rushes in to attack this murderer, kicking and punching all around, but doing nothing to phase him one bit. Cell tests out his punching speed, smiles, and kicks Kududdin off into the distance. Mary 383.
2: Trunks rushes over to Kididin and heals him up with a senzu, while Vegeta and Cell talk sarcastic shit back and forth with each other. Kididin says that he's nothing compared to them Saiyajin, but he can sense the power within people. This isn't even close to Cell's full power and he's got way more, just like Trunks does. Krillin's noticed and asks if Trunks was able to break through the wall that Vegeta wasn't able to do. Vegeta and Cell begin their fight with Cell blocking just about everything. Trunks explains that Vegeta did indeed surpass the limits of Super Saiyan, but Trunks went even further. He could never tell his father though. Vegeta is getting upset that Cell isn't taking this seriously, so Cell comes in and gives Vegeta a nice showcase of his speed. Vegeta lands a kick to his neck, but it doesn't even phase Cell. Couldn't ask Trunks why he doesn't jump in to help, but Trunks explains that Vegeta would find it more humiliating to be rescued than he would to die. Jeff 384
1: Cell is the cocky one now, knocking Vegeta around like a ragdoll. Trunks plans to jump in when Vegeta is knocked unconscious, so he won't have to see that Trunks is stronger. 16 tries to sneak up on Cell from behind, but Cell's on the ball now. It's worthless. Vegeta hops up into the sky and spreads his arms apart, powering up. He places his open palms next to each other and screams down to Cell, asking if he has the guts to take this attack head-on or if he's just a coward. Trucks can tell that Vegeta is provoking Cell, so he'll actually take the attack. This is going to be massive, but will the Earth be able to handle it? Vegeta fires his final flash, which Cell stands in front of, but gets a little scared right as it hits him. We see the Earth from space with a beam of energy flying off its side into the distance. Down below, Trunks figures that Vegeta narrowed the beam to hit Cell dead-on. When the smoke clears, Cell is standing there missing the right half of his upper body
0: last chapter of the volume 385 vegeta laughs as cell struggles to stand saying that it hurts this can't be happening he's invincible ha 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 Oh, just kidding. With Piccolo's cells inside him as well, Cell regenerates a missing arm as a dumbstruck Vegeta looks on. Vegeta fires away at the approaching villain, but it's no use. Cell lands a punch to knock him down, follows up with a swift kick to end it off. He elbows Vegeta in midair from above, directly in the back. Kind of like a play on what Vegeta did to him earlier. Vegeta falls to the ground and out of Super Saiyajin. Trunks, it's time! As Cell faders, he'll finish off Vegeta... Trunks begins to transform into the state that is beyond the state that is beyond Super Saiyajin and that's where we end this volume where I would like to go next is Jeff your predictions from two months ago
1: (laughs) predictions slash recollections if you will
0: (laughs) and you said that it's more a test of your memory while at the same time trying to call what Toriyama is going to do at this point in the story right and uh, there was very much what you did here with your predictions first thing you said Vegeta and Trunks are done in the room of Spirit of Time Goku and Go are gonna go in yep definitely oh, all right one for one here, Jeff. Okay. Next thing you said, Cell will reach his perfect form. He's going to get 18 because she likes to stand around and not move.
1: Was I mean, now maybe they weren't in the exact same spot as the last volume, but right. they were in a new spot, not moving. <laughs> That's and right. And they got swallowed up.
0: All right. So you are two for two. I don't know about this one. You said you doubt, quote, major shit, and quote, will happen next volume.
1: All right. Well, well reaching... What is
0: major shit,
1: Jeff? Yeah, I should clarify because reaching perfect form would be seen as major shit, right? Uh, sure. That could be seen that way, but I wasn't really looking for that. I, I, more like someone was going to die. Like someone important was going to die or uh, half the earth was going to explode or whatever. So nothing, like no major fights yet. And uh, I, if I were judging, I'd say I was right on that one.
0: All right. I'll give it to you because right. honestly, I can't care any less. Moving <laughs> on. Next thing you said, Piccolo is going to recover. He's not dead. You want to say you're four for four here? Yeah, Okay. All right, next thing you said, Tenshinhan Han is going to die. Wrongo. Very, very wrong, Jeff.
1: Yep. Indeed. That's okay.
0: You said Chi-Chi's still going to be pissed. Did we see her at all this volume? No. no I don't think we did. No. All right. Next thing you said, Bulma and her father will look at the blueprints and try to come up with something else.
1: I don't know if the battle armor counts as that. What do you think? Because it really isn't...
2: It's like an off-screen kind of thing. Yeah. I we'll see thinking- more of them.
1: Yeah. All right, moving on. Last thing you said, Critidin
0: will not use the shutdown device because you knew what happened there.
1: Well, yeah, it just You to be, that one. It, it happened to be a big moment in the Doom Rider video. Come on.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. So you did pretty good overall. Do you think that was because you remembered it, or because that was really only the logical place for Toriyama to continue here?
1: Half and half. Uh, a bit of the both? um, a little bit of both. Because I, I think Cell had to reach his perfect form at some point. This would be the spot to do it. Uh, so that just made a lot of sense. Um, also the same thing with Goku and Gohan starting the training. I mean, how long are they going to be in there for? Well, for... going
0: by the TV version, take a little longer. Yeah. Apparently (laughs) Apparently.
1: apparently, But uh, no, it's just, it's a little bit of both.
0: Okay. I want to go over some general things. You know, I have my couple specific things that I want to mention. We always get good stuff from you guys. First thing that I want to mention is really that this entire volume is just a series of fights with Cell. From beginning to end. We don't really go anywhere and do anything. We change locations, like you said, Jeff. But how was it to... We're back into the swing of an entire volume with the same villain. Jeff, I'll start with you. hmm How do you feel about that?
1: I feel fine, actually. Uh, I'm, I'm rather relieved that we get back into the uh, swing of things of actually having action back in the story. Okay. I think I was the one rooting for exposition. But at this point, I'm so tired of exposition. You're I'm so fights. glad. Okay. Because the exposition leading up to this was so long and and, and just so confusing because there were so many separate storylines going on. Right. That's just nice to see everything come up to uh, to a whole and just sort of uh, become this big fighting extravaganza. Like, I'm actually ready for it. Well, you know? they
0: were talking about doing so many things, so mm-hmm. many things had happened. It has to lead to something. And if this is going to be all right, I guess we have to start fighting this guy. Yeah. And now it, it, it makes perfect, perfect sense. So. Yes. All right. Mary, how about you? Is it nice to have a full volume of basically the same guy fighting.
2: Uh yeah, I'd say in theory it would be, but I found that the the actual action panels were a little bit boring at some parts. Okay, I feel like it's missing a lot of the martial arts and it was just a lot of solid hits yeah. rather than really interesting. Well,
0: it's weird because we have a couple big key attacks. We start off with the Shinki Koho, and then we have the big final flash in here. But other than that, it really is just hitting I mean, and punching. I mean, it,
2: it is hitting and punching, but it's like boring hitting and punching, except for like that one huge, one-page shot of uh, Cell getting Vegeta in the back. I love that shot because you can see the pain on Vegeta's face, which is rare. It's like, ooh, the prince has fallen. Ouch. (laughs) You were just talking
0: about panels. Let's talk about that. There's a few really, really gorgeous full-page panels. Like, when Cell first becomes perfect... Uh, the scenes you were talking about, Mary. Reading through this, they stuck out to me because I feel like I haven't seen those in a while. Did you guys have that same impression? Like mm-hmm. Toriyama's pulling out all the stops for these really big spreads?
1: Yes, I agree. I think, uh, uh, if anything, he's using more of his artistry to highlight some very big moments in very big ways. Yeah, uh, And I yeah. think it pays off in this uh, in this set of um, chapters more so than in any other volume.
0: And you can see how his art style has evolved. Now yes. he's using these full pages to showcase these events.
1: Really good angle. Very geometric uh, uh, and very steady uh, ink styling going on there. So, uh, yeah, I think the artwork actually uh, shows a lot of, um, I don't know, a lot of uh, like mastery or at least it shows Toriyama being comfortable with his own style. If anything, mm, yeah. which is weird because I mean, he did other stories before Dragon Ball. So he's yeah, yeah, been doing this, but it just seemed like at the beginning of the story up till now, he didn't really have much of like a real focused art style until like a couple chapters before this or like a couple of volumes before this. But this is like the really where you see his a uh, style maturing. I, I-
0: I think so, yeah. This kind of is the maturity of the Z-style.
2: Yeah. But then it gets even more angular. Right,
0: right. Mm -hmm. After this. And then you get to his current stuff, which is based off of this and the boo, but like people are really, really short Yeah, at the same time. Hmm. Kaboom brought this up in the chat, and this is totally on my notes as well. Something that Trunks was talking about, that he reached a state further than his dad did. And... The question is, how the hell did he do this without Vegeta noticing? Well, They've been in the same room together for a year. I think
2: the anime expands upon this a bit more by showing the expansiveness of the Room of Spirit in time, yeah, so yeah. they can easily get separated and not deal with each but other. wouldn't
0: Vegeta have sensed the power?
2: Well, let's, let's do some fan working around that thinking and pretend that they're so far apart and the room's dimensions are so weird that you can't feel stuff like that. I think a combination of that
0: plus Vegeta being so self-absorbed and maybe he wouldn't have noticed. Uh, I don't know. I think it's a tough call. I don't really buy that. But it's there, and you kind of have to deal with it.
1: It has different properties than the Earth does, so that has a lot to do with it, I think. Sure. So I could, I could see it, but at the same time, I see what you're saying, Mike. It just, I don't know. It doesn't make as much sense as it could.
2: Yeah, you could chalk it up to, like you said, Vegeta just being so self-absorbed, but also maybe in denial. Maybe he did. Oh yeah, absolutely. It. <laughs> it's just like, nah, I didn't. I didn't feel that. And
0: any. we'll learn a little bit more about these forms, and maybe that ties into it later on. But that definitely has stuck out to me ever since I first read and heard that. I
2: never thought that. Really, yeah. I just. I just accepted it. Huh. I was like, Oh okay, yeah, sure. It's a big room, they got lost, whatever. All
0: right. <laughs> Next thing, characters doing stupid things. That is the name of the game, this volume. Two examples, the destruction of the shutdown device and, hey, yeah, you go get perfect. This'll be great.
2: I think in the instance of the first one, it's so much more worse in the anime because there's, they drag this out a bit more. So it's even more of shots of her face looking shocked. Yeah. I I mean, it's, it's still pretty bad in the manga. Yeah, but that was
1: the error of this manga in the anime anyway, where it's all like, yeah, scenes were extended for way longer than they had. To be.
2: But when instances of like people acting stupidly, it just hurts. Yeah, it hurts more, I think, because you've been waiting like, oh, is he go- oh, God,
0: you moron. We've talked about characters doing stupid things before, but those two instances in this volume, they just kill me. I mean, it's not the last time that Vegeta's going to do stupid stuff, but he is so unbelievably arrogant and he's not going to listen to Trunks Trunks knows what's in store in the future and he didn't even get Cell. Well technically there was a Cell that killed a Trunks and there's all sorts of other stuff but I mean Trunks knows what's going to happen. Vegeta wants nothing to do with him here.
2: I think it fits Vegeta's character, though. Oh, Even absolutely. Stupid yeah, totally. Movie. Totally. It's like, a killer to watch, but. The stuff with 18 is just annoying, but, and frustrating, but at least with Vegeta, it makes sense for his personality. Absolutely. I agree with it, but it's, I hate seeing characters do stupid
0: things. Mary, I want to talk to you about the dynamic with Vegeta and Trunks. They've always been at odds with each other, but here Trunks is willing to take down his dad. Oh,
2: and yes. Not only is
0: he talking shit, Vegeta tried to call his bluff. Trunks Fired at him. Uh-huh.
2: That, I, I thought that was
0: huge here. Trunks... And no reservations about attacking his dad. That's
2: why I like him so much. He puts up a good fight, even though he's normally a polite young boy, but he's not going <laughs> to take shit from anyone because he doesn't want his future to happen again. Right. That's enough motivation for him to attack his dad. Pretty hell-bent on that.
1: Not to mention his dad isn't exactly doing anything to He's not really... going
2: to win any Father of the Year yeah, awards. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: A loving father, exactly. right.
2: How about
0: these new levels of Super Saiyajin, which we don't really know anything about. We've got the super vegeta and then trunks apparently has something which we don't see in this volume jeff i mean you know what gohan does later so i mean you know that there's something else yeah how do you feel about these what are these do you care does it mean anything to you
1: um is it cheap this is tough because at this point i had like uh, with First Reaction, I had like a half eye roll going on. Uh-huh. Where it was kind of like, oh dear, they ha- they haven't reached the limit. Of course, there's another stage. And then at the same time, it's kind of like, yeah, it sort of makes sense. But then I go back to the thought of, uh well, when they first um talked about these super saiyan uh, powers, it was only one person who was supposed to get this. And right, right. it turns out everybody's able to get this now as long as they have cyan blood in them.
0: Um, we'll get back to that in a second. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, it just seemed a little... I don't know. If I was really stuck on what happened in previous volumes, I'd be more PO'd about it. But I don't know. I'm kind of turning part of a blind eye to it because I think it fits the story really well. And uh I think it has its place with Trunks pulling it. Was it Trunks that pulled it off? It was Vegeta that pulled it off.
0: What, the next Super, level. super. Yeah. I, well, Vegeta did this. And then could it in consents that Trunks has even more? Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. So it, I don't know, it just seems to fit the theme of the story to me. So I'm, I'm not too bugged by it, but certainly the, the initial shock was like, oh dear, look what they're doing now.
0: Right. Okay. How about, you were talking about everyone's doing it. Yes. Gohan is now Super Saiyajin. Were you okay just accepting, okay, he did it. and Goku set out to make his son become a Super Saiyajin or we, we've seen Goku's big, dramatic event to do it. Vegeta, not so much, a little bit more in the TV version. Trunks, we don't know. We are going to see that and we'll talk about that uh, a lot next month. But Gohan is just, you see him and he's trying to do it then the next time you see him, oh, he did it, great, let's cut your hair. How do you feel about that? Well, Mike. Is it a special thing? Is it no longer cool to be Super Saiyan? All the cool kids are doing it? Uh, what's up?
1: If, if I may uh, spoil it a little bit and okay. jump ahead if that's okay. You may jump wherever you want because it's from Jump. Okay. Well, yeah. Yes, I guess that's true. Uh, Don't well,
0: let me make jokes on the show;
1: they're <laughs> awful. You have the editing power here. You do whatever you <laughs> want, true, buddy. It's true. <laughs> well, I, I do want to jump ahead, volumes and volume. Well, not volumes, but but just chapters ahead, because okay. um, when I was first introduced to the idea of Gohan having a superpower, it was in the middle, like a like a super saiyan power. Mm-hmm. It was uh, in the middle of the Cell Games, and uh, we see him do it. And the idea that the son can have more power than the father was much more acceptable to me then than how I'm seeing it now. Okay. So, I like, I don't know why that is. I, I think it's because I didn't have any backstory to it. Like, where, where, you know, like I'm saying with uh, Vegeta and everybody being able to power up, it's like, oh, dear, look what they're doing now. Right, right. Because I have that backstory where they said oh, only one character can do this. When I didn't know anything about that, it just made, seemed to make so much sense. Like, yes, the son's taking after the father. Of course, every next generation is going to be bigger, better, and whatever than the previous. Because that's that's how it is in reality, too. It's always... Right that way here you know times faster and all that stuff but uh see the thing is when i saw him pull it off i was like okay you know what that's that's a bit far-fetched which is weird because i would have been perfectly acceptable had i not heard in the beginning that only one character is able to have the special power right okay so yeah like i said it's that little duality of well they say this but they're doing that
0: a lot of people are bringing up in the chat it's totally true his transformation in the tv version is much different you actually see the event I'm pretty sure if memory serves me accurately, the my favorite dun-dun-dun from Movie 3 music is used there. You guys correct me if I'm wrong. But I remember that being a pretty decent scene. I like how they did elaborate on that. Last couple of volumes, we haven't checked out any corresponding TV version scenes before we recorded. That actually slipped my mind. That's one we could have checked out, and maybe we still can, but that was... uh definitely different and i think better in the tv version One yeah, of those i things disagree that to you, you disagree what? i
2: like it short and to the point of not showing you anything just because it's so different oh, okay like being short changed is different and therefore i like <laughs> i like it it's like i like not being told things <laughs> because we get to see everyone else and then getting something so minimalist is like oh okay well that's special <laughs> like yeah they kind that. of slide right.
1: it by if anything like you don't have to pay too much attention to it gotcha
2: Uh, you too. I mean, that exhausts what I
0: have. Is there anything you want to bring up about this volume? Anything neat, anything stick out to you? What's
2: up? Drunks is dead sexy. Okay, that's it. I'm still 17 in my my reading of this, alright? That's, I need to get my jollies out. Alright. I don't really feel that way, but looking at those panels, I do feel very nostalgic for, you know, running my side and and being into this for the first time. It's like... (gasps) Oh,
0: memories rushing in. Jeff, anything over with you?
1: Oh, man. It's just getting more and more, uh, uh, in my memory as we're going along. So it's like just, right. you know, flashbacks are coming back when I first watched this sure. stuff. Sure. Uh, actually, yeah, the, um, I want to bring up the scene with, uh, Kududin and 18. Okay. Since, uh, when he smashes the remote and, um, 18's just giving him the stare look. I thought that um, this scene in particular would be something that if it were done in reality, it would mean absolutely nothing to 18. Like She'd just be like, hey, well, you know, I get to live another day. haha, ha. I should probably run from cell now. But in this manga. <laughs> You're kinda, still hung
0: up on that. I love
1: it. I, I, I totally am. It's completely unrealistic. Anyway, but um, when he smashes the remote she's just giving him the shock look and again is just standing there but it's kind of like they they were trying to uh, sow the seeds of what we see later obviously because you know Kuradin has his history and that's he, why he did Toriyama
0: it. Toriyama has no interest in drawing relationships so uh, yeah apparently this not. This is what he does to get characters together.
1: Look at the marriage of freaking Chi-Chi and Goku I mean it tells you everything about what Toriyama feels about relationships. significantly
0: more than what this was.
1: Yeah absolutely and uh, I mean this is certainly the budding of something and in, in and it was sort of, I don't know if it was ill-timed. It did seem kind of weird to throw in a little bit of, like, a, a like a, a, a crush story in the middle of, like, the near end of the world. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, it, it was kind of cute. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of back and forth on it. Like, you can hear I'm really not sure what right, to think right, about right, it. Right, yeah. But I think it, it did bring a nice break to the action. But I do feel it was kind of convenient and they happen to be there when Cell was able to look down and find them in the yeah. middle of that awkward situation. I agree.
0: We've uh, talked a lot about convenience the last yeah,
1: few volumes, and there there were a lot of conveniences in here in terms of battles too. I mean, uh, Cell doesn't blow up the island. Vegeta shows up and kicks him. You know, it's like uh,
0: I love that. Get down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, like that happens maybe three or four times this volume, but I think that one with with that scene was probably the the most annoying one, if anything.
0: Okay, anything else before we get to Herm's visism notes? Anything No, going once, going twice, going gone. All right. Not a whole lot this volume changed in the Viz adaptation. Some of these
2: I don't even necessarily agree with. What, as changes or... As being a
0: significant change. All right, we'll go through a couple of them. Uh, first one here in chapter 374. Uh, this is probably one of them where characters were referring to other by others by name, but here they changed it. For example, Cell originally refers to 18 and 16 by name or number once Goku leaves, but over in the Viz version, he calls them the mechanical woman and the other one. Uh, and then also Vegeta as the scion when she wonders if he had been only pretending to be weak, that kind of stuff. So I mean, it's not major, but it's a little inconsistent assistant stuff there uh, next one when Bulma gives credit the new battle suits, uh she made at Vegeta's request she asks him to take them to the others and he responds by saying that Goku and company are the ones who need them but over in Viz he says they're not staying with me it's just kind of a th- th- that doesn't make sense as yeah. an answer to the question yeah <laughs> uh, Mary why don't you take the next one here over in 375 right.
2: and this is the one that I, I kind of find a little dicey okay uh, Vegeta originally explains that pure blooded Saijin hair doesn't quote undergo any ghastly changes after birth and quote while in viz he says that Saiyans have quote been spared the grotesquery of hair growth end quote which doesn't really make any sense because they all do have hair what's he mean for the record in the super exciting guide character volume toriyama says that Saiyan hairstyles can indeed change and that Napo went bald
0: so he kind of changed his mind on that later on that's
2: right. fine i don't think that really counts but i disagree that the translations i think it gets the point across okay well, there's one more this from that chapter. We'll take... and this is this is fun. This is going to bring you back to uh, the Trishisms. So, when Goku and company are putting on the battle suits that Bulma made, Piccolo refuses, saying, "I don't feel like wearing the clothes that the Saiyans and uh, Frieza and company wore." In Viz, he had a slight throwback to the Ren Fair Reject style of speech he had in the early volume, saying, "How can Piccolo wear the same costumes as Saiyan and Frieza's men? Why does Piccolo talk in the first person?" It seems to be the first time since the Saiyan arc that Viz has Piccolo talk funny which they will keep up through the Boo arc though not as overdone as it was early on
0: yeah and this is around the time that key people started leaving Viz, so it's going through different editors and maybe someone decided oh piccolo's gonna start talking funny again
2: so is there something about his speech in the japanese version that warrants that kind of translation not like does he talk formally
0: not not to that level Hmm. Definitely not. Jeff, why don't you take uh, the next one here, another small one. Chapter 377.
1: Ah, the lovely difference between Celsius and Fahrenheit. Yes. <laughs> um, well, Goku originally gives the temperature in uh, in the room of Spirit and Time in Celsius, which is negative uh, 40 to 50 degrees. Uh, Viz converted it over to Fahrenheit, which is negative 40 to 120. Is that right? Because negative 40 to a negative...
0: Yeah, negative 40 and both are the same.
1: Alright. Yep. Uh, so, uh, th- though they didn't do that at first, in later volumes Viz does convert all units of measurement into uh, those commonly used in the US, like Uh, Kilometers to miles and kilograms to pounds Uh, Thoughts on this? It's weird, it's just
0: like at this point they start doing stuff With their translations. Like, you haven't been doing that. And I do remember that someone said meters, within 10 meters to shut them down. So, oh, yeah, why you're didn't right. they change that over to feet?
1: And then this. Well, what about other volumes? I mean, I don't remember specifically them saying meters or anything in specific. Probably, like,
0: like the length of the road as Goku is running down. That was originally in kilometers, that kind of stuff. But now huh. they're going to start switching stuff over to miles, that kind of stuff. Oh, uh, that's weird. Yeah, no biggie. Uh, the next one, in 378, when advising Gohan on how to become a super Saiyajin, Goku says to imagine himself or or Piccolo being killed by Cell. In this, though, Goku doesn't mention Piccolo, only himself. And I agree with Herms. It's a minor thing, but it does show that Goku acknowledges that Gohan sees Piccolo in kind of a fatherly light as well. Like, he's significant enough that if Gohan pictures Piccolo in that way, that might bring something out there, too. Mary, there's only a couple left. Why don't you do uh, 381 here? What was the note?
2: Okay, well, when Trunks starts to attack Vegeta in order to try and stop Cell from absorbing 18, he originally only says that he'll stop Cell from becoming complete even if he has to defeat Vegeta. But in the Viz version, they bump it up by saying he will kill Vegeta if necessary. Up his bad assiness. <laughs> his bad assiness.
0: Uh, Jeff, another very short one here from chapter 383.
1: Yeah, something that uh, I'll stand on the side with people who say that uh, Cell should not have had as much politeness <laughs> in his voice. You know, the the ironic politeness that Frieza has. Right, right. It's not as bad with Cell, but as he matures, he he gains a, a more. He
0: starts talking that way every, a little bit. when yeah, he, gets he does. The perfect. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he doesn't really get the full amount that Frieza does, but it's getting to that point. And I stand on the side of uh, people saying he shouldn't talk. Just like Frieza, he should have a different should have his language. own thing. No, and yeah. he
0: does not talk exactly like Frieza. It's definitely no ho-ho-ho kind of stuff going on. Yeah, exactly. He's got his own thing, but it is there as he progresses along. We're getting to our disagreements with Viz and the things they were doing. They're getting rid of all what we would consider swears in this volume. They're replacing them with things like, take that, or no, 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 or it hurts. And Herms has a great example here. His favorite in uh, this chapter, when Vegeta starts firing wildly, these key blasts itself, he originally shouts, "so," But in Viz, it's just simply four exclamation points. They don't even translate the word. They just put punctuation there. Beep. <laughs> Beep. And then there is one last thing. When Krittadin tells Trunks to transform into his full-powered Super Saiyajin form, in Japanese, he refers to it as, please forgive my pronunciation here, Tondemone Super Saiyajin, or Outrageous Super Saiyajin. over in Viz, he calls it a Super Super Saiyajin. Just a few things here and there. I mean, overall, they're starting to censor stuff, but the translation itself kind of feels a little more accurate they're doing stuff a little more literally but they're just changing a couple things here and there
1: well, what I like is um when you're talking about the censoring with like take that and no 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 that right. sort of thing yeah it's funny because I'm reading it and going fuck you fuck and fuck
0: <laughs> which of course is not what it's originally being written as right, in of Japanese course. <laughs> but I, I agree I love the quadruple exclamation points that like that does not suffice as a translation of a word there so uh that's really it for this volume we're going to take it over Jeff you and your predictions what you got for next
1: volume all right uh well we're still not at cell games yet i'm going to say that all right i'm going to say cell games starts at the last chapter
0: the last chapter of next volume of next volume okay
1: yeah, that's what I'll say. Man, all right. Um, well, people are going to fight. That's obvious. Uh, Cell is going to fight in his perfect form. Jeff,
0: we're reading Dragon Ball. I mean... For you to say people are going to fight, that does not count.
1: But, I, well, that's not true. There were there were volumes that had not a single bit of fighting in it.
0: I refuse to believe that.
1: <laughs> I will give you textbook evidence of such things taking place. Right, you anyway. you
0: reread 31 <laughs> volumes and find the one where no one fights at all.
1: Yeah, right. Hell no. <laughs> um, but, gosh, I mean, what can you say that... That has been said. I, you know, he's in his perfect form. What else is really there besides um, uh, just them fighting and trying to defeat Cell? And
0: Right now, we're left at Trunks is powering up into something, and yeah. Cell
1: is perfect. See, that's the thing. I don't think Trunks powering up really has that much of an effect yet. I mean, he's going to obviously— You don't think much is going to
0: happen out of it?
1: I don't think so. I think he's okay. going to power up. A perfect Cell, I think, is just too powerful, and it's just going to overcome Trunks. I don't think Trunks is going to die, but uh, he just won't win. Okay. Essentially, and there, you know, there's going to be so many people coming into this fight. Actually, yeah, I'll say that uh, Goku and Gohan are going to come out of the room and, and join the fight. Okay. Uh, and uh, exactly what good they do is up to question, I guess. But
0: as you know, that there's a game coming.
1: Yeah. I, I and like I said, you know, I think it's gonna be at the end of the next volume that they start the cell games because uh like they said in the anime, you know, let's move to a secluded spot to fight. Right, right. So I, I think uh we're gonna see a lot more characters show up. Like uh you know, they they found Piccolo, yeah. um they revived uh Kudanin. they revived um someone else too, I Tension think. Hunts Tension on it. Yeah. That's about it. They just sort of assemble fighters and yeah, I don't know if you can make a volume out of that just by itself, but I don't know, I kinda of feel like that's what's gonna happen.
0: Okay. That's it. Yeah. That's what you got. Yeah, pretty much. All right, Jeff, we will see you next month for Volume 33. I sure
1: hope so. Otherwise, (laughs) there won't be a manga review if I'm not here.
0: No, we'll do it without you. Fuck you.
1: Oh, damn it. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) I'll Skype it, damn you. The
0: show must go on, Jeff. All right, that is the end of our topic for this week. Let's take it over to the one release for the rest of January. It's too early to go into February, so, Mary, why don't you take the one thing we have on January 29th?
2: Okay, the one thing to spend your money on this month is Dragon Ball Kai DVD Single Disc Volume 5. This is Kai Episodes 13 through 15 with the 16 by 9 aspect ratio cropped and in standard definition. It's 2940 yen MSRP. You can get it for 2800 yen pre-ordered on CD Japan or 2176 yen pre-order on Amazon Japan. And there you have it. A light January, but we got some February suffrage, which we will not get to now. A lot of stuff coming, but we'll get there. Until then, it is time for some
0: emails. We've got two emails and then two Facebook comments because I put out a request. Hey, you know, you guys can talk to us this way as well. Jeff, why don't you read the first here? This is an email from Joshua.
1: Joshua says, "Hey guys, love the podcast. I just wanted to tell you a quick story that happened to me. The Borders bookstore, in my local mall, is having a going out of business sale. They had all of their manga for sale at a sizable discount. When I was perusing the selection, I was surprised at what was left and what was already gone. There were many copies of recent popular titles such as Naruto, Death Note, Bleach, Full Metal Alchemist, etc. To my Surprise, there was not a single volume of Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z left anywhere in the store. I know we all wonder if Dragon Ball is still as popular in America. With all the new anime and manga coming out monthly, it would seem hard for Dragon Ball to still have a foothold. I cannot tell you how happy I was to see no Dragon Ball on the shelf. Clearly, the show is still loved and continues to find a new audience even after all these years. Thanks for all the hard work you do every week. Keep up the good work. I look forward to another 200 episodes.
0: So, my question to you is Is the lack of Dragon Ball manga in the store really an indication of it doing well? What do you think about
2: that? Well, we went to a Borders going out of sale. Going out uh, of sale? <laughs> that. Well, we went to a Borders going out of business sale at one of our local malls. Right. And we got there and the selection was just plain old crappy. So I didn't take that as an indication of, oh, these titles are doing well and these titles are doing bad. I right. think we just got there at like the tail end of the sale. Right. I don't know. And it was the
0: same situation. This was probably like a year or so ago. Again, lots of Naruto, probably just because they had a huge stock of that, because it does do well, and they want to make sure that they have a lot of that. I think
2: a better indication would be going into like a regular Borders or a regular Barnes and Noble and seeing if there's a lot of Dragon Ball on the shelf. That's probably a good thing, because they want to keep a lot of it in stock. That's just my guess. I mean, I'm not the one who worked in a bookstore. There's two people in this room who... Have or do work at bookstores? Well, let's pause
0: for someone to come up to a microphone. Let's find out.
2: I happen to work at a bookstore. All right,
0: Joy, tell us what is going on with Dragon Ball at your bookstore? Coming closer to the microphone.
2: There is tons of uh, Dragon Ball Z manga. Is it? Yes. Okay, Um, I haven't,
0: God, I haven't been there in a long time. I actually have no idea.
2: And we keep it stocked pretty well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, selling. So if it
0: sells and you keep it stocked, that's a good thing then. Yes. Okay, good to know. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: From a trusted, reliable source
0: that's right uh, Mary, why don't you read the next email here from Dalton or Dalton? Let's say Dalton. I'm going to say Dalton. Dalton.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's in the bookstore. we on the subject of books. I recently found a store around where I live which sells used DVDs and Blu-rays. The store is filled with a lot of Dragon Ball Z items, including the movies. I managed to find a Blu-ray copy of DBZ Movies 1 and 2 for seven ninety-nine, as well as the first 13 episodes of the original Dragon Ball dub for the same price. I thought this would be a good deal since my collection has a few gaps in it. However, I know that Funimation has the Dragon Box footage for the movies. Now I'm stuck with a big problem. Should I get Funimation's double feature sets or should I wait patiently for the Dragon Box? What do you guys think about this?
0: Well, here we go with the whole anime industry culture of repackaging things and fans rebuying things. In the past, the classic example has always been, Jeff, one of your favorite shows, and of course one of ours as well, Evangelion. Mm-hmm. I mean, ADV was notorious for re-releasing it, and fans actually gotten their case about not re-releasing that one with the jacket or all sorts of crazy extra stuff. With Funimation as the leader in the industry, really, I mean, there's Funimation and Viz. Sure, you've got some Bondi off to the side. It's really them. Dragon Ball's their cash cow. They exploit Dragon Ball more than anything else, and we as fans know this more than anything else. So you can always say, no, you don't have to buy things, but we do kind of have a conundrum where it's, well, how bad do I want it? Do I do you want-, want it like
2: now, right. or can you wait? And because the movies are so bizarre with their different aspect ratios in Japan and what was on home video, what was in the theaters, I feel like you could buy whatever your preference is, because really either way would be right, because the Japan <laughs> releases were so focacted. Right. So you can get
0: the old singles and get your four by three. I almost feel like at this point, we know they have Dragon Box Masters for the movies. They haven't mentioned it since that original press release. But I really feel like as okay as their double features for the movies were, they're not as good as Dragon Box Prince. So at this point, if you can still wait, go ahead and wait for the Dragon Box versions of them. But if you're going to get some good deals in the meantime and you have one or two movies that you definitely want to own, $7.99 for a Blu-ray of movies one and two ain't that bad. So it's really coming back to how badly do you want it and can you wait?
1: I honestly can answer that question simply myself too, because I've done it before. Uh, you get the, um, you get the version that's out now because it's there. You want to watch it and just do it. Yeah. But then when the new one comes out, buy it too, because that's voting with your dollars anyway. And so sell supporting the one if you don't want selling the old one. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would do. I usually buy the first, save up the money for the second, sell the first,
0: and then the third, and then the fourth. When it
1: gets to third and fourth, it better be damn good. Let right. me just say that much. I mean, if I, if I'm going to buy it already, if I'm going to buy the same thing over, I'm only going to do it once. After that point, I'm going to be really skeptical.
0: I. Usually, only buy things once per format. So mm-hmm. I've got my VHS copy of something, I've got my DVD copy of something, and now I'm working to my Blu-ray copies of things.
2: We did buy Ava twice on DVD, though. Yeah, that was warranted. That was almost a different format at that point.
1: Yeah, like uh, um, I mean, we talked about this with the Beatles, Mike, when yes, we were doing yes, our whole absolutely. thing with them. Uh, I have the original 1987 releases. They're they,
0: different products entirely.
1: They when they released the 2009, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna buy any of those until I see them in, in the the more current format of. Digital. oh i see so i'm skipping You're the next CD. cd i'm just gonna bypass it because it's been way too long had they released like uh, i i swear if it was like 1987 is one release 1993 is the second release and then now is another release uh-huh. i probably would have bought the 93 releases then skipped this one right. and waited for digital but digital. because it's only been two releases and so long since the first one i'm not gonna bother with these because digital is already a new format so i'm just gonna get those as soon as they're available
0: mp3 or aac preferred
1: Uh, I prefer AAC. If it's going to be a little bit, Ray. If it's high, I don't care.
0: Okay. Just checking. Yeah. I don't really care. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'll read... We got a Facebook comment here from Russell. Russell says, why is Toriyama so obsessed with sticking super on the front of everything at this point in the manga? Piccolo and Kami fusing makes them a super Namekian. Vegeta powered up beyond the Super Saiyajin. That's not Vegeta. He's Super Vegeta. Trunks is going even further in a super, super Saiyajin. What do you think about this? We're we're turning into Super Nintendo era, though.
2: Well, I think that's a good comparison. It just shows how Japanese that is. Everything's super in Japan. Super robots and super this and super that. I don't think that's just a Toriyama thing. I think right. it's just part of the culture. Yeah. Well,
1: what about Mega and Ultra? I mean, that's another uh, Japanese thing where you have other words for placing super, but we're just seeing super, super, but super. super
0: is the predominant one.
1: Well, sure.
2: It's cool to use English, man. That's True. why.
1: So when is Alpha going to show up? <laughs> if Street Fighter can do it, then damn it, so can Dragon There's
2: Ball. There's
0: Street Fighter Zero in Japan, actually.
1: Wait, what? Street yeah, Fighter Zero? Street, Zero? Street really? Fighter
0: really? Alpha. It's only Alpha in the US. It's Street <gasps> Fighter Zero. Oh, really?
1: I thought it was mm-hmm. Alpha there, too. Nope. Oh, never mind.
0: Which gets even more hilarious when they're, you know, the Street Fighter Alpha Zero, Street Fighter Alpha Zero Two. The Japanese, we we had like a, a bonus edition of that. Mm-hmm. In Japan, it was Street Fighter Zero Two Alpha.
1: Oh my God, we that hurts. We got
0: as Street Fighter Alpha Two Gold. But yes, they, they sort of combine the
1: two. That hurts my head.
0: Yeah, just saying. All right, we got one more. I believe it's also a Facebook comment. Uh, We're back around to you, Jeff. Comment from Jason. What's Jason got to say to us?
1: Jason says, Just wanted to say that the number one bit of news for me was the Dragon Box. I kept hearing about how lucky you were to get the Japanese Dragon Box, so for the U.S. to finally get it was shocking. I got Volume 1 for Christmas and just pre-ordered Volume 2 yesterday.
0: Very nice, kicking in with his favorite biggest story of, I don't know, the year or decade, really.
1: I held off on buying any DVDs to see if they would come out with the original. Show uncut. Anything that comes to the U.S. seems to get edited, and I get pissed. I just want to see the show as it aired in Japan, uncut. I guess I'm not the typical fan. Also, just want to give a congrats to Julian on the engagement. Uh, Me too, by the way. Julian, definitely. I'm engaged myself. My big day is in August. I would have loved to come to the 200-episode party you had, but I work for the MTA in New York, so my schedule is all weird. I feel sorry for you. Uh, you guys are my favorite podcast to listen to. Hope all is well. Cheers and take care.
0: I think it's interesting that Jason was saying, I want to see it uncut. I guess I'm not the typical fan. That seems a little weird to me.
2: I don't know if that's accurate. I think most people want stuff uncut as well. I think the difference is just language preferences. Right. Any other comments? I mean, there's not a whole lot to say not like about- people are vying to see, oh, man, the show's too violent for me. Please censor it. Well, I think what we did have in
0: the U.S. for a long time was just complacency with what Funimation was providing. Uh, There's still that culture with a lot of the dub fan base where it's it is what it is i don't really care i'll just watch it and to some degree apathy is a big part of that culture it seems
1: well remember when i said that i first saw the show it was monochrome on a vhs but it was the uncut version with the blood (laughs) and guts and puke and everything (laughs) i
0: don't care if i can see anything
1: yeah as long
0: as those 22 accurate minutes are there yeah
1: so it mattered more when i was 12 i don't think it it matters that much now that I've, you know, already seen it on Cartoon Network three thousand times.
0: Whatever. <laughs> That's gonna wrap up our comments for this episode here. Send all your questions, your comments, your responses, anything at all. It doesn't have to be questions about the show. It can be responses to things we've said,
2: topics. Mary, what is the email ad address? It's podcast to diezx.com that's spelled P-O-D-C-A-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash diezx and on Twitter as DIZX or individually as VegitoEx. Mary T.O.T. and Saya Jedi.
1: That's Julian. Or as your notes say, podcast at DizyX.com.
2: I like putting
0: things funny on the notes. (laughs) Sometimes you guys notice it and you ask me about it. I just want attention. Okay, that's what that is. Yeah, that's it. All right, before we get to the end of the show, I do want to say we haven't mentioned it in a long time. I know we mentioned a couple donation items, but it's a fresh year and I just want to throw it out there to people. We do have have a donate button on the site we're actually starting off 2010 in a little bit of a hole with uh domain renewals and hosting and that kind of stuff there's also a wish list for this year and that includes a new microphone for julian because last week's editing was a That that, that was tough you guys didn't hear what I had to go through because uh, there was some static, and you know, I did some crazy multi-track editing, and I'm glad I do record multi-track, but Julian needs a decent microphone. We
2: can set up like a, like those old music supergroup songs from the 80s. We can make a song like, can't you hear the microphone? Oh, I Save like Save the that. world with the microphone. Just
1: saying. We need also- to do
2: like a, a pledge drive or something.
1: We can get Corey and Heath and all those guys. It'd
2: be like an all-star. Dude, Herms event. can do a solo. <laughs> Come on, join the cause. Get Joey in a microphone. Just
0: saying, there's that. And there's also Dragon Ball DS2, which is coming out in February. We have no idea about the North American release. There is some stuff on the wish list. For this year, anything at all you can uh, toss into the mix is deeply appreciated, and you get items named after you. I love that. I love saying it and coming up with the names and being cute and funny, and no one else probably likes it, but it makes me happy. Jeff, you're dancing.
1: Can, can, I, can I get one for the boom mic stand?
0: Yes, this can be the Jeff Memorial boom stand.
1: <laughs> Sweet.
0: I appreciate your donation. Surely. Jeff, you're awesome. Thank you. You're just throwing that out there if well, you're interested.
1: Thank you for the mixer, good sir. Oh,
0: true. Fair point. Trading sex favors over here. Yes,
1: indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Audio sex favors.
0: Just saying, if you're interested, click that button over on the right side of the site. We appreciate it. That's going to wrap up our show. It was uh, great to have you guys here. I really enjoyed this. I mean, just having a boom stand makes the show <laughs> so much better. <laughs> I'm incredibly it's so jealous. It's jealous. I love it's it. so nice.
2: I want to not hunch over.
0: We'll get you a boom stand in the future. There's
2: no rush. Just- These are really nice.
1: Yeah, they stand very, very well. It's just so nice to be able to wave my arms underneath and not hit anything. Look
0: at me. We're going like this. <laughs> Look at this, chat. Look at this. my
2: Not as advertised.
1: <laughs> Return it. Get another one. <laughs> I
2: hit my hand on it and it doesn't work. <laughs> I broke my hand. <laughs>
0: uh, give me two now. All right, Jeff. Thank you much. We're going to get rid of you, but uh, let's plug a couple things.
1: Yes, uh, the uh, low fidelity podcast, which uh, Mike and I we're splitting are hosting. right now.
0: We're two episodes behind. They're recorded.
1: They're recorded. They have to be edited. I'm working on the year end episode. You're working on 23. Oh no, 32. 32. 32.
0: I am. I'm like 60 percent into it, and these are much different than editing this show because I mean we have music samples, and it's it's the same thing when I do a music review show on this episode. Yeah. Every time I do it, I'm like, fuck, why am I doing this? This is so much work to throw in the sound, the song samples, and all that stuff.
1: I don't find it to be that. That taxing, but yeah, it's a, it's like you got to break up but you your have workflow. Two
0: weeks to do it. Usually. Yes,
1: yeah, usually I do. So I, I have a bit I'm more. I'm cranking of an
0: those out in like two to three days. <laughs> yeah, I
1: think you're still. I think you're crazy. I still, am crazy. Still, still, I think you're crazy. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to put out those episodes, uh, soon enough, as soon as I get them. Uh, but Absolutely. yeah, you can find the website at lowfidelity.info. That's L O F I D E L I T Y dot I N F O. And, um, yeah, our podcast is on iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at lo fi podcast. Um, yada yada good times. I think that's everything I have to plug. People are asking about Fiji combos. Last one we did was the Dreamcast oh, episode. God, how long September.
0: ago? <laughs> I know. Wasn't that awful? Uh, Andrew and I have been regularly blogging over on the site, though.
1: Oh, Andrew's now saying something? Yeah,
0: Andrew put up a great review of uh, the new Silent Hill game on the Wii. And he also put up his top five games of the year. So, Jeff, what's up?
1: Come on, man. Yeah, I got to chip in.
0: Get in on that. I've been writing up all sorts of stuff. I just threw up a post today. And this is relevant to Dragon Ball. Because people have been busting my balls for years over this. I started chrono trigger last night
1: <gasps> yes my god i am
0: 32 minutes into chrono trigger
1: holy crap that's like 0.001 percent <laughs>
0: no i am very very excited to continue it so if you want to learn all about my adventures with uh, the dream team rpg from the super nintendo with much toriyama involvement head on over to vg combos you'll uh, read some stuff there so thank you jeff we'll see you in all those various places
1: awesome see you later
0: Mary, you over there without a boom stand, I'm That's right. I am
2: boomless. I am boomless. All right. Good times? Having fun? Yeah. Doing stuff? Talking to the microphone? Yeah, stuff. Microphone, yeah. Stuff in the microphone. Excellent. Anything you want to plug? Uh, I guess I could plug Temple of Trunks, which is my very girly fan site about Trunks, which is going to be celebrating its 12th year of being online. Maybe six good ones. (laughs) Find it at W... <laughs> 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 what? It's true. I know. <laughs> it's at www.templeotrunks.com.
0: Thank you. Uh, Jacob in the chat is asking me about uh, Heart Gold, Soul Silver Pokemon. I'm pretty sure it comes out the same day as FF13. You are not going to see me. I am totally going to fall off the wagon again when those stupid games come out. I'm not looking forward to it.
2: But you are. You but still I am are.
0: Desperately. I cannot wait. What, oh, I recently watched... I think it was Pokemon Movie 7 or 6. Is was one with Jirachi. And it was really bad. I fell I was, asleep. Then I was like, God, I kind of think they're really cute and I want to play again. It's killing me. But I got cats to keep me busy in the meantime. All right. Um, it looks like Julian actually... Ashley- popped in the chat and was saying hello and stuff. So he's around. We're going to try to get him on the show with a new microphone. If you guys can help out with that. Looking forward to uh, hearing Julian and glorious mustachey deep bass coming through Skype from Japan. So hi, Julian. Yeah, we're looking forward to you, man. For Jeff over here. Bye. For Mary over there. Bye-bye. For Julian, apparently back from his travels across the magical land of Japan, although he's still in Japan because... That is where he's located right now. My name is Mike Vegito EX, and this has been episode looking at my notes. 204. 204 of the podcast. We'll see you next week with 205. I don't know what we're doing yet. We'll let you know in a week's time.
1: Now, where do you guys fall
0: in the 2010 versus 2010 debate?
1: 2010.
0: 2010. Now, I understand that it's going to be easier moving forward when we just switch over to 20-something, it's less syllables. But for the podcast intro, I've been saying 2000X for so long, I feel like that's the only way I can say it.
1: Well, I think formally it should be said that way. If it's a podcast intro, I'm going to do that for lo-fi. Because it just sounds better than twenty ten.
0: We wouldn't have said for the year nine one thousand nine hundred ninety nine. So yeah, but it all,
1: it's, it's all less, about how it sounds. Yeah, all because right, this is
2: more yeah. less syllables. Yes. <coughs> did
1: you say? Did you say two o four or episode two hundred and four or episode two hundred four?
0: I say episode two hundred four, and you're actually not supposed not supposed to say two hundred and, and four. four. Why not? The and implies addition.
1: Two hundred and four. That's four plus It's not two hundred and
0: four. It's two hundred four total. It's just something I learned from math back in high school. No kidding. One of the two or three things I remember from high school. Just oh, saying. Wow. I'll take your word for it. All right.
2: You had a good teacher. You remember math.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> wait, what?
2: <laughs> no, the,
0: nothing to do with food. Oh, okay. I was no. like, wait, it really? No, that's what we call a mic segue.
1: Oh. Where there is...
0: Literally, no connection whatsoever.
1: It's like when I promise something in the next episode and don't deliver.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Everyone listening live can now see how terrible it is when we do this.
1: Horrible, really.
0: (laughs) The amazing editing. Wait,
1: have we never done this live?
0: I don't think we've done a manga live.
1: No. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is going to be really, really long.
0: Destroying all of the
1: illusions. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Not that awesome. Matt, wait, wait, hold on. The magic of editing.
0: Bloop, 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 bloop.